Hello, and welcome to the Alchemy of Art podcast with your host, Addie Hirschton. Join us as we share folk tales and true stories about artists and the creative process. We start with a quote of the day. This is part of a song that was written by Ewan McCall. Eagerly savor each new day and the taste of its mouth. Never lose sight of the thrill and the joy of living. Hello everyone, my name is Addie Hirshton. I'm a contemporary impressionist painter, teacher with the Indianapolis Art Center, author and public speaker. The purpose of this podcast is to share the folk tales and true stories about art and artists that I've collected as an art teacher. I hope they are as inspiring to you as they are to me. This one is called The Strawberry, and it's from Japan. Once upon a time, a young man was walking through the jungle playing his flute. He was fantasizing about seeing his girlfriend that evening, Oh, he imagined that she would be amazed when she heard the new song he was playing. Suddenly, he heard a crunch. The crunch of a footstep behind him. Turning, the man looked into the face of a tiger who was stalking him. Dropping his instrument, he ran as fast as he could until he reached a cliff. He jumped over the edge and grabbed hold of a tree halfway down the mountain. Oh, looking up, he could see the tiger above him. Looking down, he saw another tiger that was pacing back and forth, waiting for him to fall. Turning his head to the rocks, the man noticed that there was a wild strawberry plant growing out of the jagged cliff. A strawberry that was heavy with juice and warm from the sun was dangling from the stem. He plucked the strawberry and ate it. Mm, And it was the most wonderful thing he had ever eaten in his entire life. The end. (laughs) The end. I know it. I know it. The first time I read this story, oh, I hated it. I slammed the book closed and said, that's the worst story I've ever heard because I wanted to know what happened to our young man. Is he going to live or die? Is he going to see his girlfriend later? I, I can't stand it. I want to know. Um, It is literally a cliffhanger. Our main character is hanging from a cliff, and I crave the resolution (laughs) in Astoria. Um, So, uh, but after I read it, there there was a few days when I, I kept thinking about this story. It kept coming back to my mind, and it ate at me. And then I went back to the book, and... I read that this is a Buddhist koan story. And a koan um, is 
that's spelled K-O-A-N, for those of you who are wondering, is a story that's meant to teach a spiritual lesson. So there's some really famous ones like what is the sound of one hand clapping and if a tree falls in the woods, uh, did it really fall? And these these are Cohen type riddle stories. Um, so after learning that, I thought, okay, I'll go to a Buddhist friend of mine and ask her what on earth this story is about. And she explained to me that knowing what she does about Buddhist symbolism, that the tiger above us, or above the man, who is um, at the top of the cliff, represents past suffering. And that the tiger below the man represents future suffering. The strawberry is the present moment that is always there for our enjoyment if we can just turn our heads to view it. Perhaps the young man could have avoided the tigers altogether if he had let go of the fantasy of impressing his girlfriend in the future. He could have been thankful for that moment. He could have enjoyed playing his music for only the jungle to hear. So this story grew on me and now it's one of my favorites. Now I'm going to answer a question of the day. If you want to submit a question for me to to tumble around and and try and attempt to answer, uh, please submit them at my website, azirfineart.com. Go to the contact form and ask your question. I'd love to try to answer it for you. This one um, was from a friend on Facebook. They asked this question. Once you make some magic appear on your canvas... How do you quell the paralyzing fear that you will mess it up, which prevents you from moving forward? Okay, so you've, you're a painter, you've made something magical happen, it's, it's looking good, and, but you know you've got to work more on the, this project to make it finished, and you, but you don't want to mess up what you've already done. Uh, here's my advice. Let go of the outcome. You know, as in our strawberry story, forget about impressing your girlfriend or whoever. Focus on the message you're trying to express and how you can just clarify that a little bit in your painting with um, defining your objects, making sure that the message is clear. Don't avoid a section of your canvas for fear of messing it up because what's going to happen is so say say the right upper corner it's perfect it's looking good it has this little butterfly in it or whatever and that's so right and then you do the rest of your painting and you avoid it because oh I like the way that turned out but in the end it's going to end up looking unbalanced because you just avoided that whole section um, and and you want to be always moving the paint around everywhere. Um, I have one little tip where I, if I use a little bit of orange, I put a little bit of orange in one spot of the canvas, I need to put it two more places as well. So I, I put it three different places on my canvas so that it's creating a little triangle effect, a balance. So never avoid a whole section um, 
You want to always be moving those colors around and, and creating that balance. Instead, articulate what you like about that magical section. You know, was that that butterfly that turned out so right? Was it the color? And maybe we need to bring that color into the rest of the painting. Maybe your brush strokes were really confident and strong. Let's bring that confidence into the rest of the painting. Focus on recreating that element throughout the rest of the piece, um, as opposed to being paralyzed and being afraid to move forward. This leads me to the book recommendation of the day. Oh, I am reading a fabulous book right now, guys, and you must all read it. It's called Bird by Bird, Some Instructions on Writing in Life by Anne Lamott. Now, this is about the process of being a writer, but every lesson that she has imparted can easily transfer, be transferred to any other artistic medium, such as painting or sculpture or gardening or whatever. Um, the story of Bird by Bird and what that means is this. She had an older brother when she was a kid, and he had three months to do this big project on birds. And he's supposed to put um, a bunch of birds into the booklet, um, highlighting one page per bird. And he waited until the day before to start the project. And then he was completely overwhelmed by the number of birds he had to create. And their father went over to him, seeing him paralyzed, staring at the blank paper and the books that he'd gotten at the library. And he said, just take it bird by bird, buddy, bird by bird. And um, so saying, you know, just do one step at a time and move forward. Don't just sit here paralyzed. Lamott is hilarious, laugh out loud funny. Um, and she's moving at the same time. So I'm in the middle of reading this book and I've already ordered the next one, which is called Word by Word where she continues her ideas that she started in Bird by Bird. Here's a quotation from the book that'll give you an idea of her sense of humor. Perfectionism means that you try desperately not to leave so much mess to clean up. But clutter and mess show us that life is being lived. Clutter is wonderfully fertile ground you can still discover new treasures under those piles. Clean things up, edit things out, fix things, get a grip. <laughs> Perfectionism is a mean, frozen form of idealism. While messes are the artist's true friend, what people somehow forgot to mention when we were children was that we need to make messes in order to find out who we are and why we are here. Ah, so there you have it, words by Anne Lamont. And it really is, it's another answer for our friend who was worried about messing up the perfectly magical spots that we've created in a painting. Perfectionism is a stiff illusion. Life is messy. In that mess, there's this graceful beauty. That is what we're trying to capture with our art. Yes. Okay, so upcoming events. 
Join me for the storytelling retreat that's May 23rd, 2015 in Indianapolis, Indiana. We're gathering a bunch of librarians and teachers and we're going to spend a day um, working on individual stories and methods of storytelling in the classroom and for performance. Uh, if you want to register, go to my storytelling website, which is fantasticfables.net. I'm going to have an art reception. The, we've gathered a bunch of spring paintings, paintings that are about uh, flowers and growth and renewal, springtime, what we are all longing for right now, right? Uh, that's going to be at Petrov's Frame and Fine Art Gallery. That's at 5172 North College Avenue in Indianapolis. The reception's going to be April 2nd, 2015 from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Hope to see you there. Be on the lookout for my upcoming book, The Alchemy of Art, Stories for the Classroom. It's a collection of 50 folk tales and true stories for art educators to share aloud with their students. Many of the stories shared on this podcast can be found in the book, along with recommended resources and lesson plans. If you love this podcast and want to see it continue, support us by going to my website, azirfineart.com, and make a donation on the podcast page. Thanks, everyone. May these stories about art and the creative process inspire you. May you find your voice. You have been listening to the Alchemy of Art podcast. To find out more about Annie Hurston and her work, go to azirfineart.com. That's A-Z-H-I-R- F-I-N-E-A-R-T dot com.